0: You're listening to Sunshine Live on Brimbank Live, live from Sunshine College here in Melbourne, Australia.
1: Welcome everyone, live from Sunshine College in Melbourne, Australia. You're listening to Sunshine Live on Brimbank Live. My name is Joy and my co-hosts are Blessing, Xavier and Lakeney. Our special guest today is Jennifer Blow. Hello Jennifer Blow, welcome to the show. Hi guys, thanks for having me. Uh, How about you tell us about your journey to becoming a Paralympian?
2: Yeah, so... um, I have a vision impairment, which means I can't see very well. So I'm not blind, which for people who've seen me, they'll see that I can walk around and everything, but I just see a little less detail than perhaps what people who are fully sighted see. Um, So I guess I've had that since birth and it didn't really stop me. I went to school and I played sports and I did all the normal things you guys do. Um, When I finished high school, Someone told me about this game that was designed for people who have a vision impairment or who, is, who are blind, mm-hmm. and the game is called Goalball. Not many people have heard of it, and I, I, I probably did what most of our listeners are doing and go, what's, <laughs> what? Yeah, what's Goalball? <laughs> yeah, I've never heard of that. So I thought, well, I'll just give it a go, you know, try something new. This is fun. So I tried this sport, and um, I was okay at it. Um, and then they're like, well, do you want to try out for a New South Wales team? And I thought, Okay. You yeah. know, yeah, let's see where this goes. Take a risk. Yeah, take, <laughs> took a risk and give
0: it a try. And I was yeah.
2: okay. And um, then I went to nationals, and then they said, "Oh, would you like to come along to one of our Australian training camps?" I thought, well, I'll okay. we'll keep going with this." and um, <laughs> Just, yeah, just like yeah. So that was in two thousand and nine. I started playing, and uh-huh. I went to my first international competition in two thousand and ten. And then in two thousand and twelve I went to the London Paralympic Games. Okay. Um, oh London. nice. London. Yeah. Um, and then in two thousand sixteen I went to the Rio de Janeiro oh, Paralympic the Games. Rio oh, de that's actually mm. nice. and I've seen that. I was meant to be going to the Tokyo Paralympic Games in twenty twenty, but that became twenty twenty one Tokyo Paralympic Games. Lockdown kinda sucked. How did that go? Yeah, it went really well. Um, it was really tough with COVID. It's goalball is a team sport, um, so and I'm the only Australian player in Victoria, so I, I had to train by myself a lot um, with a coach, and so it took a lot of motivation and you know self discipline and stuff, and you know to go and, and doing inventive training through lockdowns and things like that. Um, but yeah, it was we it was good.
0: Do oh, um, you have any um, people or relatives that pushed you towards your goal? Um,
2: I th- like definitely there was people I looked up to and there was people who motivated me like coaches and, you know, my other teammates and things like that. Um, but yeah, no, I, I don't come from a very sporty family or anything like that. It's just, um, I think my own motivation pushed me and I always wanted to do better and keep improving. So I think, yeah, not, no one, no, stand out one
0: person. That's sure. <laughs> uh,
2: what difficulties do you have to go through into being a
1: Paralympic?
2: <laughs> um, you definitely have to be very resilient, I think, is the main one, especially like if you think about a team sport. Um, my first international tournament, I went overseas and out of, you know, a two-week tournament, I only got on court for about three minutes. Okay. And Yeah. And, it, you know, it, all of us have probably okay. in a sport been on the on the bench and you're like, I want to play and... You're not good enough, and um, and in sport, a lot of the time, you're not good enough. And and there's been many, many games that I've lost, and many games where me personally has probably been the per- the reason, um, maybe why we lost. But uh, yeah, you've got to be resilient. And you've got to just reflect and keep keep aiming to improve and bounce back, and and look. anytime you fail, just don't look at it as a failure. But what can you learn from it and keep keep striving to be better. So. Yeah, it is sport is really challenging, but lots of rewards too.
0: Speaking of gold ball, what are the rules? What are the? How does it work?
2: Yeah, I think that's probably a pretty good question because no one knows what it is. All right, so the main concept is all the players wear a blindfold. So even though I've told you I can see, everyone wears a blindfold, so everyone is in complete pitch blackness. And the ball is 1.25 kilograms, so it's quite heavy. Um, it's a rubber ball about the size of a basketball yeah. and it has bells inside of it. So basically, in, and, in the funnest way to explain it, um, you're blind people and you peg it at other blind people <laughs> and they want to –
1: It's basically like blind dodgeball.
2: Well, that's that's <laughs> the best way to explain it is basically it's blindfolded dodgeball. Instead of dodging the ball, you want to put your body in front of the ball because behind you and behind your team is, is a, a big, yeah, big nine-meter goal. Oof. And you've got three players, kind of like soccer goalies, mm. defending that nine-metre goal only by using their hearing. Okay.
1: Wow. Oh, wow. And so the bell's in the ball to assist in, like, see, like hearing it. So yeah. it yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. So we track the ball. When the opposition is throwing the ball at us, we track it with our hearing um, and know where to position our body. So we block the ball. If it goes past, it's a goal. And if we block it, we pick it up and we throw it back at them.
1: Yeah. Um. This is like an over here hidden from the camera. Uh, Did you find that you said you had to be resilient and independent? Did you find that there was a lack of support or like maybe not as much? Or was it just kind of like you had to rely on yourself? Did you just feel that that was something you had to do?
2: Yes and no. Um, Like I definitely had – like the people around me, I had great support. My family, my coaches, my teammates, you know, they were all incredible – I think, unfortunately, para sports, so that's for sports with athletes with a disability um, and particularly female para sports, um, I think they have a – I think we can admit that they have a lack of support in this country and so um, in terms of financial support, it costs a lot of money to play sport and go overseas Um, and even that – the the extra support you need as an athlete like nutrition and um, sports psychology or um, physio, all that stuff, I think. Yeah, that stuff we probably didn't have much of because, yeah, we're, we're not seen as important as other sports.
1: What other sports did you come like do or like want to do? Um
2: I never wanted to be an elite sports person. Yeah. I kind of just accidentally <laughs> came to it. But outside, um, outside of goalball, I don't play goalball anymore. I've retired since uh, Tokyo, but I like to play netball for fun. Um, yeah. So I still play netball. I play every week, as so- just social netball. And I really like running. I've taken up running. COVID got me into running because it was the only thing I could do. <laughs> Couldn't go to gyms or anything. So, yeah, I do lots of running.
0: Yeah, COVID really ruined things. You know? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Dude. What's it called? Um, I wouldn't know about if you ever had a moment while playing this ball like a moment where you just took to yourself to really realize how far you came, how much time it took you to get there.
2: Yeah. Wow. That's a great question. Um, I think I've had a few moments like that and, um, I think what's really cool. Yeah, I think I have had a few moments and they've always I've always kind of kept upping those moments. So, you know, I think that first time that I put on a, a jersey in the green and gold representing Australia and walked out to court, I like I remember that moment vividly and I'm getting goosebumps oh. thinking of that, like that first wow. moment I was representing Australia, like that was a moment where I was like, wow, look what I've achieved and I did not expect to achieve this. And then... Um, you know, another moment that comes to mind. And I'm still getting goosebumps. <laughs> um, so, how many of us have watched an opening ceremony of an Olympic Games or a Paralympic Games, and you see Team Australia march out at an opening ceremony? Um, so we did get to march. We didn't in Tokyo because of COVID, but in London we got to march out that's with
0: you. That's heartwarming when you see you on TV.
2: Yeah, yeah. And like, I was there. I was that team. You know, wearing that outfit that you know that uniform and coming behind Australia. So that was another moment. And then since then, there's all you know. Special games we've won, or moments where we've qualified for a Paralympic Games, and yeah, there's been a few moments where I've been like, Whoa, this is what I've achieved, which wow. is cool. Yeah,
0: how many years have we spent playing golf?
2: <laughs> Too many, Dave. <no. laughs> um, uh, in yeah, 2009 to 2021, so about 12 years. So that's, all yeah. that's all. Yeah. So you've been basically
1: playing in the Paralympics for basically over a decade at this yeah. point. Yeah, yeah, that's a yep. very long. Time. That's why I'm taking a break. Yeah. <laughs> Must be tiring
2: after all that training. It is. Yeah, it is. Do
1: you think that you would ever go back to sport, or are you just like planning on like re- just retiring full time?
2: Yeah, I probably wouldn't go back to elite sport. It does. It. it um, you know physically draining, emotionally drained, like I said, like it, it takes a
1: toll on a lot of aspects of yeah. your life does. it does and that, yeah.
2: and even just your social life and seeing your family like they take they they have to make a lot of sacrifices because they don't see you as much as yeah. what they would like to as well, yeah, okay. so I think just sport for fun for a while yeah, yeah
1: um do you have any other interests?
2: um I love going to the theater. I'm a mm-hmm. drama teacher, so I do love the theatre. Oh, um, yes. that's nice. Yeah, I still do like sports. Um, yeah, probably my – oh, cooking and food. I love eating. <laughs> no,
0: <that's laughs>
2: so your favorite What's your favourite food? Good. Oh, um, favourite – I have three. I don't have one. Uh, Mangos, dumplings and smoked salmon. Yeah. Oh, dumplings is it's, <laughs> it's a good
0: <laughs> <laughs> Not, not together. No, honestly. <laughs> My favorite food is chicken. I love chicken for a reason because it gives me nutrition. It gives me the health I need. Yeah, I love it. Good choice. So, do You still stay in contact with a lot of friends yet while playing gold ball? Like, do you still talk to them?
2: Yeah, I do. I've met some some of my best friends uh, I've met through playing gold ball here in Australia. And also what's really cool is having competed overseas, I've met heaps of people internationally as well. And so um, even like a few years ago when I was traveling in Europe, I could text some people and be like, hey, I'm in – I was in Bruges in um, Belgium and I knew some of the Belgian players. I'm like, hey, I'm in Bruges. Can you show me around? And then I get my own personal, you know, tour guide of that <laughs> country. So, yeah, lots of friends around the world too, wow. which is really cool. Yeah,
1: that's, mm. Nice. Mm. that's nice. Um, uh, what does it feel like having people recognise you as a, like, Olympic person?
2: <laughs> I don't think I've had that many people recognise me, to be honest. Um, it's cool. Uh, yeah, I don't probably people don't recognise me on – you know, like I said, Paralympians aren't that well known. But what I love is when you s- mention to someone you play goalball, and they go instead of going, "What's goalball?" They go, "Oh yeah, I saw that. I love that." I'm like, oh, "Yes, did it. you? Did you see me?" <laughs> it's just nice. That's um, nice. So thing, I like yeah. that.
0: <laughs> it's a good. It's a good thing that you're playing. Obviously, the whole world is watching. I, I want to be in that situation. I want to be like play for my country mm. and mm. play with my team and winning something like the fact that you won three times. It's crazy, and that's yeah, a big achievement. It's a, it's a
1: that's, like, yeah. <laughs> that's a very inspirational, like, it's a very inspirational motive. <laughs> it must have been, like, the peak of your life at that point.
2: Uh, yeah, probably, yeah, at that point. But, you know, I'm proud of a lot of things in my life. You know, I'm proud to be a teacher. I was proud to go to university. Um, But, yeah, for, for that moment, yeah, it was something I'm really proud of.
1: Yeah, we really appreciate you taking the time to talk to us today. We do really appreciate it.
2: Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for having me.
1: Uh, that's all the time we have today. Thank you to our uh, thank you to our guest Jennifer Ball. It's been a great pleasure talking to you today, live from Sunshine College in Melbourne, Australia. You have been listening to Sunshine Live on Bring Live. My name is Joy, and my co uh, and my co-hosts today were Blessing, Xavier, and Lakey. Thank you for joining us today. I hope you have, have hope you have found it oh, all the information today useful. Until next time, have a great day. <coughs> Live from Sunshine College in Melbourne, Australia. You're listening to Sunshine Live on Green Bay Live.